to all our listeners baba meeting ba rena ka moka mams radio mams radio miak online radio miak online radio greetings in the wonderful name of my lord and savior jesus christ rale locha ka lina le lebosela morena wa ka eleng christ jesus amen greeting you this morning is pastor pulendlala ya le dumedisha mesong ya re church le ke muruti ndlala from mamelodi iag wa tswa go mamelodi iag on this blessed blessed sunday morning momesonge e shogofaditswe go ka kudu ya sontaga one that tend eternity for men o ileng a etsetsa gore go be le go ya go ile ga motho allow us this morning as we going to talk together re dumeleleng ma mohlale sentse re tlo bolela ga on this topic motabenye the impact of the resurrection mohola wa tsogo Let's read from Matthew 28 verse 1 to 10. Ara baleng go tloga mo pokeng ya Mateo gaolo ke a masoma mabedi le seswa e go thoma e thomang go fihla go ya lesome. Will you please read? Irile ge sabatha e seno feta. Mosong wa le tjatsi la sontaga. Maria Magdalena le Maria Yola yo mongwe ba ya go hlola le bitla. Gatete le fasela shikinyega ka matla. Morongwa wa morena a thaoga le godimong a tla a pshikulusha le swika lela a le tlosha. A dula godimoga lona. O be a bonala a le bialo ka le gadima. Le dia paroja gagwe diritwa biale ka lehlwa. Kabaka la go tshoshwa ke morongwa yo ba litibale ba thuthumela ba feleletsa ba le byale ka genke ba khwile morongwa a re go basadibale le sekela boifa ke a tseba gore le nyaka Jesu yo a bego a bapotswe sefapanong ga a gona mo o tsugile ba hung byale kare aile abulela etlang le bone mo abego a robaditswe gona napang le tlhaganele le o tsibisha barutuwa ba gagwe le re o tsugile ba hung go mmebiale o le thaka pele go ya galelia ke mo le tla go mmona gona ke gona molaetsa wo ke le tlhiseditse gona ke moka ba tloga mo le bitleng ba ithaganetse ba tshogile fela ba thabile kudu gomme ba kitimela go yobegela barutuwa ba gagwe ga tete Jesu a gahlana le bona are dumela bona ba mmatamela ba moswara mauto ba mukhunamela 10 yena are go bona se boifeng sepelang le yo botsa bana beso gore ba ye galelia mo batla go mpona gona i've got it in niv and it reads thus after the sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week mary magdalene and the other mary went to look at the tomb there was a violent earthquake For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb rolled back the stone and sat on it his appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow the guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men the angel said to the women do not be afraid for i know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified he's not here he has risen just as he said come and see the place where he lay then go quickly and tell the disciples he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into galilee there you will see him now i told you so the women hurried away from the tomb afraid yet filled with joy and ran to tell the disciples suddenly jesus met them greetings 
he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Seskona baba wechulengwele ekseni ekamendiga chesu kristu wasen nazareta. Baba wechulengwele sishonjengu mshabele sishungosi sesitangene gulenzu. Baba wechulengwele shaganyela ganyenazi ekamendiga chesu kristu wasen nazareta. Yes, Vula, Ilona, Nam Baba Makaya, Baba Kuluma, Silalele, Baba Wesulenguele, Yala, Kuta, Kinisa, Gulungul Wesulenguele, Bessia Hambang is Binzi, Mogbasia Marti, Lovugile, Guaba Fileo, Ukona, Unga Katsuet, Robasia Bonga Kuluma, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and Amen. Let's give you a brief background. I get really fair, Wushu Ranyani. Before this happened, Benesa we remember at Calvary, the Bible says, and Jesus gave up his spirit. Then there's a man known as Joseph of Arimathea. He requested the body of Jesus from Pilate. Then he buried Jesus in his tomb, which he had cut out of a rock. He then rolled a big stone in front of the entrance of the tomb. Something funny happened. The chief priests and the Pharisees, those who were opposing Jesus and never believed is the Son of God. After his burial, they went to Pilate. They said, We remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, After three days, I will rise again. Can I talk to you in your home? On your sofa, on your bed, in your car. They call him a deceiver. But they seem to have believed the deceiver. Now they say to Pilate, we need to make sure his disciples doesn't steal his body. So Pilate said, take a guard and make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they secured the entrance to the tomb by putting a seal on the stone. And they posted guards to guard the tomb. You see the seal on the stone meant the tomb could not be opened without authorization. So it means whether somebody enters or exits, they needed to get authorization because of the seal. But also the guards were there. Now when we read, it says on the first day of the week, hey, listen to me. On that gracious morning, there was an audience by the tomb. The guards were there. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there. And the Bible says there was a violent earthquake. An angel of the Lord 
came down from heaven. Rolled back the stone. And sat on it. The guards. Who were meant to prohibit them from touching the stone. The Bible says of them, they were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. Listen to me, my sister. Listen to me, my child. Listen to me, my friend. When God steps in, when God steps in, the guards could not continue with their mandate. And listen to the angel. He doesn't address the, the guards. He addresses the women. He says, do not be afraid. For I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified and he tells them I want to believe something they were not expecting he tells them he is not here he has risen just as he said in other ways he did not get out of the tomb because I opened he is not here and I roll the stone already he is not here way, death could not hold him the tomb could not hold him the stone was not an hindrance the authority of the seal was below his authority he did not need anyone to authorize his exit Hallelujah. he has risen the gods were there but they did not see him leave the tomb but they were guarding my His Jesus. new body did not need the stone to be removed because in his new body there's the resurrected Christ he doesn't enter through doors he goes through walls remember on the same night he went where the disciples the apostles had closed themselves in a room fear of the Jews he did not by the door he did not come through a window they just saw him in a resurrected body pierced through any blockade and about the impact of resurrection is this level that is unstoppable that he is no hindrance he is not here. He is risen. You see, the resurrection of Jesus is an essential tenant of our faith. The angel said to them, Come and see. The place where he lay. You see, God will give you evidence that he can handle things and bring you through. The grave clothes were there. But Jesus has risen from the dead. Come and see. The women had to see that it is true that the grave clothes are there. They had to see that the right tomb. They had to see that the guards were still there. But Jesus is risen from the dead. He conquered death. He conquered the grave. Hallelujah. He had to 
rise. Otherwise, there wouldn't be salvation. There wouldn't be eternal life. He had to conquer death so that we can have eternal life. Hallelujah. Yeah. Mm. If if Jesus didn't rise, death would ultimately be forever. There wouldn't be eternal life. You see, resurrection is historical. But it's also present. It is current. Because Jesus is still alive. Ah. Because in the present, Jesus is still alive. He can still meet you at your dead end of your life. I'm talking about the impact of resurrection. When things look dead, because Jesus is alive, expect them to turn around. He still gives help and hope to those who are wounded by the living experiences of life. I don't know what hurt you, me. I don't know what hurt you, Ntate. You young person, I don't know what hurt you. My girl, I don't know what hurt you. But it doesn't matter, listen. The impact of the resurrection of Jesus means that your deep wounds can be attended to because he's a risen savior he can break that addiction listen to me this morning maybe you don't see him around maybe you don't even have a relationship with him but I'm here to tell you he's still there for you when all have given up on you. He will never give up on you. When everyone has written you off, he will never write you off because he died for you. He rose for you. And resurrection is just about impact. You see, after resurrection, Jesus appeared to the disciples and the apostles. It's time for a special purpose. He doesn't just appear. He appears for a special purpose. So Peter and the beloved disciples, it was for the proclamation of victory. Remember, when the cock crowed three times, Peter was denying Jesus. And, and, and John was inside the very house when Jesus was being judged and they did not stand up for him they could not stand up for him because he came to stand up for them but he, he appeared to them to proclaim victory so that Peter stop looking down on himself looking down on himself. Listen to me where you are. I don't know how much you failed. I don't know where you failed. I don't know how you failed. But listen to me. Because of the resurrection. The impact of resurrection means every failure your victory. You can't remain in that situation. You have to stand up because he is risen. Hallelujah. You see, for Mary, remember 
Demons were taken out of her. I'm talking about Mary. When 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 Jesus made an appearance to her post resurrection, it was for the satisfaction of love. That she should know that Jesus loves me. For the rest of the disciples, remember they believed in him. They trusted him. He was their king. They believed he was the Messiah. But they couldn't understand that he will have to be crucified. They knew he came to take the kingdom. But they didn't understand the strategy. Now, after they crucified Jesus, they were scared. They thought they are next. So Jesus' appearance to the disciples is to calm their fears in whatever condition you are the living Jesus may make an appearance in your life an appearance in your situation turn it around I'm talking about the impact of the resurrection now I want to talk to the church you see as a church you have to be engaged in impact ministry you see when we go out in the power of the Holy Spirit it has got to bring impact the same impact of resurrection we are God's agents of change. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Impact means our calling is not to maintain the church. We are not a maintenance team. But we are an enlarging team. Our role is to enlarge. That's why he said, go ye and make disciples of all nations. In other words, the church must never be satisfied. If they are gathering and they are 20 and they are 40, no, 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 no. Even if the, the place where you meet is packed to capacity, you can't rest because look around you. There are still people who need this impact of the resurrection power of the Lord Christ. Yes, we are called to get out of the boat and make an impact. You see, the church has been comfortable for too long. The church has been looking at its safety, looking at what suits the church. You need to get out of your boat. You see, when you get out of the boat, it's putting your whole life in the hands of Christ. It's putting in a way he never used you before. Allow God to take you to places where you've never been. The church is a body that impacts everything wherever it goes. Hallelujah. My God. We are disciples for the kingdom of God. We need to allow God to use us. To do something bold. And something daring. Something that your eyes and your mind says is impossible. 
Spirit inside of you. He wants you to do it. Do it. When he directs you to do something, do it. When he leads you to say something, say it. Don't look at what it looks like. Don't engage your mind. Because the things of God will not fit in the mind of man. I'm talking about the impact of his resurrection. In other words, we are not called as Christians to create our own agenda. But the agenda exists. It's the agenda of God. We are called to get into the agenda of God. We are called to follow the agenda of God. We are called to do the agenda of God. Resurrection is about impacting lives that will in turn impact other lives and impact other lives. You see, if we understand the impact of resurrection, I'm talking to you in Mamelodi, I'm talking to you in Free State, I'm talking to you in USA, in the Philippines. Thank you for tuning in. I'm talking to you right now to say, Resurrection so, is about impacting life. It's about giving yourself to God to be used by God to impact life. Yeah. When he appeared to the two disciples, you remember them, those walking on the road leading to Emmaus. You see, because they saw Jesus crucified and Jesus buried, they were on their way back home to go back to where they used to be, to go back to continue doing what they used to do. But Jesus showed up to them on the road to Emmaus. I want to talk to you, listener, wherever you are. Maybe you have backslidden. Listen to me today. Jesus is right there on the road you are taking. And I am praying to God right now that your eyes will be open, that your ears will be open, that you will hear that this is Jesus. And you make a U-turn. You see they invited him to come and eat. And when he was eating, when he took the bread and then their eyes were open. Then they remembered it's Jesus. And listen to what they did. They couldn't remain in Emmaus. You can't remain there. You can't. You can't. You can't. You've got to make a U-turn. They made a U-turn. They went back to Jerusalem. Because the mandate was that in Jerusalem, that in Emmaus, they went back to Jerusalem because the agenda, I came one on the agenda, Jerusalem for the gift that the Father promised. They went back to Emmaus. I'm talking about the impact of resurrection. Listen to me. In your home, in your bedroom, on your bed, in your car. Yeah, I can see you are at your workplace. Listen to me. It doesn't matter when last you prayed, when last you read the Bible. 
doesn't matter what disappointed you on your way of salvation. It doesn't matter who hurt you. It doesn't matter the mess that you were in. But I'm here to tell you, make a U-turn and come and get into the agenda of God. Come on, come God on. God has not written you off. Jesus did not write these disciples off. My God, my God. Ooh. On the road to Emmaus. Emmaus. He joined them. He gave them chance to remember who he was. And life couldn't be the same. They went back to Jerusalem Jerusalem. to tell the apostles that what the women were saying is true. Maybe let me take you back. You see, on that day, those gods who were so scared that they froze when they saw the angel. After that, they went to the chief priests, the very one who had put them to guard the tomb. The gods knew the truth. They said the truth. But the priests Paid them to lie and say, Jesus is not risen. The disciples stole his body. Now remember, it means in Jerusalem there was confusion. Some were saying, he's risen. We saw him. Some were saying, it's a lie. And to this day, some Jews still believe it's a lie. Because the Bible says those gods were given a huge amount to keep quiet. The priests didn't want the governor to know that he is risen. But they couldn't change the truth that he is risen. Now we don't know these this disciples. I mean, Jesus told them that after three days he will rise again. But they forgot. And when they see Jesus, they go back and they say, What the women said is true. You see the fact that he is risen. Jesus gave his disciples evidence that he is risen. He came to them on that night. He showed himself to Peter and John. Remember, one day they spent a whole night trying to fish and catching nothing. And Jesus Hallelujah. He showed himself at some point. He showed himself when there were 500 disciples. He gave evidence that he is risen. I don't know what your religion says, but I believe he is risen. I see the signs. The resurrection power is still available. Hallelujah. Amen. The resurrection power is still available. It's the power that brings dead things to life. Hallelujah. My God. It doesn't matter what is dead. Hey, I don't know why the Holy Spirit goes back to the backslider. 
Come back, come in. Come back into the fold. Come back into the fold. I know you are saying, Muruti, my life is a mess. I'm now a drunkard. I'm using drugs. I'm into men, I'm into women. Listen. Jesus has not written you off. Come back into the fold. You know when you come back, the same life that you had before you went back will come back in. I'm talking about the impact of resurrection. Everything that is dead in your life has got to come back to life. You see, if you feel stagnant, God will dispatch what you need to push you forward. Because the resurrection power is a different power. And that is why Paul in the book of Ephesians let us read it major. It's Ephesians chapter 1. Paul talks about us believers so that we, we can understand the power. Hallelujah. Amen. We're in Ephesians chapter 1. Let's read from verse 18. And it reads thus. Let me read. And then you interpret as I read. Jesus. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which you are called. The riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Now listen to this. And his incomparably great power for us who believe that power is like the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms far above all rule and authority power and dominion every title that can be given not only in the present age, but also in the one to come I'm talking about resurrection power. The power that raised Jesus from the dead. It didn't just raise him. It lifted him. When it lifted him, there was nothing that could obstruct. No authority could stand that power. No dominion could stand that power. No rule can stand that power. And he was lifted far above all of them. Now when I say nothing can hold you back, that's the impact of the resurrection. Because it's the incomparably great power. And that power of God is also for us. Not for everyone. For us who believe. Maybe I should ask you, do you believe? Do you believe? Hey, in your room, do you believe? That power is the same power. It doesn't change when it comes to you. The Bible says we must know this power. God open our eyes, open our hearts, may we believe 
the impact of resurrection. By the way, when he took that place on the right hand of God, in the true heaven, where God is, where you and I are going, at the right hand of God, he took his place of intercession, interceding for you and I. Come on, come on. You see the impact of resurrection means you and I have got an intercessor in the throne room on the right hand of God. Who knows the mind of God? Who knows our future? Who knows our mandate? Who knows our suffering? Don't cry. He knows your suffering. He knows your situation. When He allows it, it's for your good. You see, when we are the weapons of God, there are times when you will go through shaping. Hey, you will go through shaping. There will be some scraping. It will cause pain. But it makes you sharp. It will be painful. But it makes you fruitful. Hey, I'm talking to people. Maybe you've got children. Maybe you are a woman. Maybe you are pregnant. There is never new birth without pain. Learn to ignore pain. When you go through pain, you must expect an elevation. We have seen in the life of Jesus, resurrection came after the cross. There had to be pain. Yes, he was shamed. He was ridiculed. But glory comes after pain. Hang on in there. Don't give up. Hang on in there. I'm talking about the impact of resurrection. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus. Things can't stay the same. When you are in a pit, he will pick you up out of the pit. It doesn't matter what was in the pit. It doesn't matter who put you in the pit. But he will take you out because you are valuable. He will use you again. Come on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God will mm. lift you out of your trouble. Yeah, I can see you there. I can oh, see you are trying to block your ears. Because this doesn't make sense. It won't make sense. Because it's spiritual. But let your spirit receive it. In the name of Jesus. Maybe you are in big trouble. You are surrounded by trouble. You don't know how you get out. Nobody can take you out. I'm here to tell you. The same power. That you cried from the dead is the power that will pull you out of the trouble. Yeah, we we have a witness that there is power that came with resurrection. Yeah, I call it power that brings to life things that were dead, things that were broken apart. That power that changes a mess into a beautiful thing. That power doesn't write off. Peter was not written off. You have evidence in the Bible. That power doesn't hold a grudge. That power is focused on the agenda. So don't condemn yourself. Don't look down on yourself. Don't listen to what people say about you. Listen to what he says. He's saying. The race 
Get into the trap because trouble is nothing for him. He went through it all. Hallelujah. My Jesus. God. My Jesus. Will get you over that mountain. You see the mountain. That is standing before you. And you can't see on the other side. You wishing you were dead already. Because you say I can't take it anymore. Listen to me. I see you taking antidepressants. You don't need them. All you need is to believe. You don't need antidepressants. No, 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 no. Because that thing that you think you cannot face, God, in his power, will take you over that mountain that's standing before you. Yeah. Maybe you feel useless as I'm talking today because you have messed up where you were working. God will resurrect even your career. It doesn't matter. Maybe they have written you off. Maybe you are in the health sphere. And the health professions council have taken you off the register because of a mistake you made in the past. God will resurrect your career. Maybe you are in law. You made a mistake. Listen. They might have struck you off the roll. But this morning, I sense God saying, He's bringing you back to the game. He is resurrecting your career. He's putting you back. To where you used to be. He'll take you to a place. Higher than where you have been. This power. Can resurrect your reputation. Yes. You see Peter. Was no longer. The Peter who denied Jesus. He became the leader of the church. This power. Met with Paul. One time. It, went, it met with Paul. On the road to Damascus. Yeah. It changed his reputation. From being a mass murderer. being an apostle of Jesus Christ. It can resurrect your marriage. It doesn't matter where your marriage is. Maybe you've been separated for years. Maybe you have signed the, the order. The settlement. Maybe you even are holding the decree in your head. But God can resurrect your marriage. The problem is, do you believe? There is power that God can use in the relationship with your children. As I'm talking, your relationship with your children is bitter. You feel like you haven't given birth to them. They feel like they don't have a parent. But this power of God can resurrect the relationship with your children. It can bring you joy. We are going to close. I'm asking a question. What is it that is dead in your life? You see, 
resurrection power brings dead things back to life. We are going to pray. And as you are going to pray, I'm inviting you in your corner, in your house, on your bed, in your car, wherever you are, wherever you are listening, I'm inviting you take that thing that has been dead in your life. Bring it before the throne of grace. Maybe it's your spiritual life before the throne of grace. Maybe it's your education before the throne of grace. Maybe it's your business. Maybe you are going into sequestration. Put it before the throne of grace. I say there is resurrection power. miraculously coming back to life. We are going to pray. I don't need to know it. You know it. God knows it. God sees it. By faith, call it to God as you are going to pray. As I pray, join me in this prayer. Say, Lord, I believe that you have power to bring back to life these things in my life that have been dead in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're calling on your name this morning. We believe in the power of resurrection. We believe that this is the power that does the impossible. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, here we are with our different situations. In Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we believe in you. That today you are bringing back every backslider back into your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, every backslider under the hearing of my voice comes back to you. Every marriage that is dead comes back to life in the name of Jesus. Every career, my Lord, that has been destroyed comes back to life. Every business that has been destroyed comes back to life in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. For it is only you who can do it for us. We give you glory, Lord. We give you honor. We give you praise. Yes, Lord, take the glory. You are worthy of all the praise. Worthy of all the glory. Yes, Father, you have done it again. And you, Christian, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, you, Christian, I am calling you. You are the body of Christ. Impact the world. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mami Lord International Assemblies of God, I love you. Thank you that you are back to life. Thank you you've taken back your position. Hallelujah. Bye from all over the world. Continue in the way of God. God bless you.